everybody. This is me, Kenny Chase, with my fantastic, extremely talented, I'm going to miss him when I move, co-host, Byron. Oh, hey, everybody. I'm going to miss you, too. <laughs> I start singing, and you uh, are listening. Sorry, I yeah. start singing Climax. That's okay. I'm yeah. going to miss <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um. And you are listening to uh, Off Kilter, No Filter, where we talk about just everything, mm-hmm. and we cuss a lot, and we get off topic. Um, it is definitely a digressional <laughs> podcast. Ooh, the multi-syllable uh, words on a Saturday. I know, I know, I know, right? Do you have wine? No, I don't. Um, I don't drink wine. I don't know. Does it be like, yeah, if you're going to bust out the multi-syllable words, it's like, yes, and I'm also drinking wine. Like, you know, because I'm sophisticated. I'm just kidding. I'm drinking brandy. I'm drinking brandy and smoking a pipe. Yeah. In a smoking jacket. Yeah. Picture that. <laughs> I don't do either one of those. Right. But, uh, yeah, right. But uh, today we are going to talk about one of my favorite actors. Um, because I really, I do think that he has quite, uh, he, he's quite talented. There, The jury is out on that, though. There is so many people who are anti- this person as far as like acting skills and stuff and then there's like a whole group of people who really think he is a good actor and that is Keanu Reeves really? right now though Keanu Reeves is the darling of everybody I bet people really because like Keanu, Keanu Reeves, Reeves. well uh, okay I'll talk about the history of that because you know I've been a fan of his since like the 1980s mm-hmm. uh, since before you were born <laughs> and <laughs> uh and so, uh, recently, though, because of, you know, who he is, <clears throat> because he is an amazing person, right? He's one of the n- most n- uh, caring, kindest people on the planet. Um, he, he is probably, he's like the poster boy for Zen, you know, for, for accepting life as it is, but moving forward in life, taking care of other people as well as yourself. Mm-hmm. And just not being basically a, a Hollywood dick, right? Yeah. He's not a diva, but he's also not one that's going to put himself out there to be uh, taken advantage of or um, made a fool of uh, or any of that kind of stuff either. Mm-hmm. So really, not only is he probably one of the most Zen actors on the planet, he's also one of the smartest as far as that kind of shit is concerned. Because you don't hear about any scandals with Keanu Reeves. Mm-mm. And he could have because his best friend died of a drug overdose. Oh. Mm-hmm. I did not Because his know. best friend was... His best friend... friend oh, it was River, River Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. That's right. They were extremely... Uh, extreme best friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, best friends forever best friends. So... <laughs> so... Uh, so it's, you know, but he was never into the same. River Phoenix's life, by the way, is just basically crap from the very beginning. Oh. I uh, knew, I mean, I didn't know him. Um, <laughs> yeah. I didn't. River Phoenix grew up in a cult. He and his he and his brothers and sisters, his parents were in a cult. Oh. And so that's why they have, you know, that's why they, they, they're, even, even Joaquin Phoenix. I mean, he's a little bit different than River was. Mm-hmm. But he was still a little bit kooky, too. Still is. Yeah. Kind of kooky. But 
uh, back to Keanu Reeves, the subject of this. Um, <laughs> he, he has always been, of course, as a teenage girl, uh, I started liking Keanu because he was uh, cute as fuck. <laughs> um, and then when uh, Bill and Ted's came out, unfortunately, that kind of set him into a position of uh, what he what did he call it. He himself said that uh, he's a meathead. Okay. And so by by doing Ted, right, Ted Logan from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, and the way that he had to portray Ted uh, makes it seem like he's not very smart. Mm-hmm. And this, I think, from the very from the get go, uh, people did what they often do, and they confused the actor for the character. Yeah. In Keanu's case, now he has changed that over the years, right? Uh, because of the the such a variety of roles that he's played in different movies mm-hmm. um that i think that that that's changed as far as you know his about what people feel about his acting ability mm-hmm. but i still think that sometimes he gets pigeonholed yeah i think he's a really good action star or, oh, or yeah, i guess absolutely. has been and so especially with the matrix i think um Kind of generationally, millennials know him sure, more yeah. for, and Gen oh, Z yeah. know him more oh, for yeah. The Matrix oh, sure. and John absolutely. Wick. Um, yes, absolutely. Yes. And I mean, before that though, he was a great action hero in like other like non-science fiction mm-hmm. type of movies speed. or non, you know, Speed and Point Break. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, movies like that. He was in like what was it, uh, Chain Reaction, mm-hmm. and. Um, Constantine. I don't remember. And, you know, reaction. yeah, it's it's unmemorable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just like every actor, he's very prolific, of course. You know, uh, but but like lots of actors that have been around for a while now, because uh, he has been he's been doing this since the eighties, like I said, mm-hmm. and he he has been in a lot of movies, and not all of them are winners. Mm-hmm. And Chain Reaction is not a winner. It's really not. Okay. There's other movies that yeah that are just terrible, um, but then there's some that are are really good. Like okay, and then there's some that he's not great in. Also, I mean, I think he's a great actor, but there's sometimes even great actors have. Oh yeah. They have bad, their bad, like yeah. like they're they're miscast. Yeah. So okay, so let me give you an example of that for Keanu Reeves. Now, most of the time, he's cast pretty well, and he accepts. He accepts, uh, you know, roles uh, knowing his limitations and stuff, right? So, uh, the the where I think he's miscast is in Dracula. Okay. He's he's not he's not great in that movie. He's he's uh, that's not his kind of not I'll, okay. But he's not the only one that's miscast in that movie too. So is Winona Ryder. <laughs> She's terrible in that movie. Now, I like Winona Ryder in lots of different things. I do not like her in that movie. Uh, and I don't like him in that movie either. Uh, because, I don't know, it's just, it's not, it's not, they're, they're, they're miscast. The, their age is, is wrong and their their acting ability is wrong. Then again, that that's not a very good rendition or a, a very good uh, telling of Dracula. It's completely different than the book. Well, a lot of them are, but that one for sure is just not my favorite. Mm. 
because I really think almost everybody is miscast, and that Gary Oldman as Dracula is terrible. Gary Oldman is... <laughs> Every time I think of Gary Oldman now, I either see, yeah. uh, was it um, Sirius Black or Commissioner Gordon? Yeah, and so he's better at Sirius Black. Though, yeah. For sure. He was a good Commissioner Gordon, and, too. It's just every time I hear his name, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> so he was Dracula. Right? I can't see it. I mean, evidently now it exists. I just, I can't see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, there's, he's, he's, so, so Keanu Reeves, um, First of all, his name is beautiful, and his name actually means "cool breeze over the mountain." <laughs> his, because his father is half Chinese, half Hawaiian, mm-hmm. and his mother is a British uh, costume designer, maker, seamstress. Mm-hmm. He's Canadian. Yes, he yes, he is, and he. Well, he was born in Lebanon. Yes, and then, but he was raised in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hockey is his favorite sport, and he played hockey. In fact, his nickname as as a goalie was the Wall. Ah, nice. I know some stuff about I know some stuff about Reeves. And <laughs> <laughs> when the internet was new and shining, you know, shiny, brand new, uh, lots of people you know put stuff about celebrities on there. And there was this this Keanu consortium, is what I called it. And it was called The Ring of Fire. And the reason why it was called The Ring of Fire is because he was in a movie called Feeling Minnesota. And the theme song for that, or the beginning song for that, was Johnny Cash's Ring of Fire. So it's, yeah. anyway. Uh, so, and what what that did was it was one of those websites that links you to all the websites mm-hmm. about a topic. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, and I just, in 19, no, the 1990s, was it? Yes. Uh that would have been um, 1996 or seven. I spent a lot of time on that website, going through all the websites, reading everything I could possibly. And yeah, I was a grown up. Fuck all, fuck all of y'all. I was a grown up, but I was in an unhappy marriage, and I had just reconnected with Ken Reeves movies, and it was great because you know I saw Point Blank, Point Break. Speed had just come out, and it was like, oh, my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was almost a... Speed was so... He was so handsome in Speed that that was almost a pornographic movie. <laughs> <laughs> kind of the way the, the the first Raiders of the Lost Ark. That's pornographic for me, too, with Harrison Ford. Still is. Still is. Doug, Doug and I, if we watch Raiders together, we can't make it through it without making out. It's, it's, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> <laughs> um so he he yeah so yeah so then he uh he has two sisters one who has leukemia mm-hmm. so he he does donate a lot of money to leukemia research as well as the make a wish foundation he is like mm-hmm. one of their top uh contributors mm. donators i remember them talking about that i he i i'm not sure did she pass uh, that I don't know. It's I've been I've had a hard time finding that out. Yeah. I don't think so, but I hope. I, I mean, I hope not because I remember like, he was. I, I know he kind of like dip, dipped, but he stepped away for a little bit to help take care of her because um, they were living. He she was living with him um, for a time. Like he was like taking her to her appointments, mm-hmm. and especially when I guess it mm-hmm. got really rough. Um, I mean, I hope she came out on the other side, like pretty, you know, intact and everything like that. I hope. I'm, 
I mean, obviously it's none of my business, but I just, I wondered. Um, I think she did pass. Oh. I think she did. Oh. Which, yeah, it's very sad because he, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sorry. So she was, she was diagnosed in 1991 with leukemia. Mm. And then, um, but I think... I don't, I don't know. I can't get like a 100% confirmation. But then, okay, so that, again, though, shows he's, he's a very private person. Oh, yeah. Um, which is fine. Well, I think that's fantastic. He does have a girlfriend mm-hmm. right now. Um, but, you know, it, it's, it's so, and I'm not, I'm not, you know, online constantly about his, uh, his private life anymore because, you know. I'm in a happy marriage now, <laughs> and I don't feel like I need to to do that as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I don't know. And plus, you know, I want to respect that that that's not my place or business. Right. Well, I, according and to Wikipedia, so, Jennifer Syme, Syme, was his yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, I'm not familiar. Uh, with yeah, a long time her. ago. Um, a long oh. time ago, she died in a car accident. Yeah. They had a baby uh, uh, who was born stillborn. Mm. Um, she had a miscarriage, and uh, so and then um, and then she died like a year after yeah. in a car accident. Mm. It's very he's he's had a he's had some stuff in his yeah. life happen to him, which you know adds to that whole Zen thing mm-hmm. for him is you know how how he deals with that. Yeah. But really, I think, you know, for the things that he, uh, you know, the things that now, what I've seen recently, like, of course, I I do like Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. I wasn't too keen on the second one. It does not matter. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing I did see him in was I did see him in Youngblood, but I didn't really pay attention to that so much. But he was in... um, where was it? Where is I'm not I'm looking through it. It was called The Night Before. Now, The Night Before was cute as hell and it was with Lori Laughlin. Okay. And it's it's it is so cute and he is he is absolutely freaking adorable in it. Um I I can't even explain <laughs> um, but he, uh, yeah, I can't, I can't. You just have to kind of see that by yourself. And then after I saw that, then I saw uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And then it was like, oh, he's so cute. And mm. then, you know, because I'm a teenage girl, so of course I'm like, ha, ah, yeah, he's so cute. <laughs> uh, and then uh, I never saw Dangerous Liaisons, but he was also adorable in pen- Parenthood, um, you know, with Steve Martin. And mm-hmm. stuff, and a lot, a lot of famous people are in there. Uh, and uh, he has a line in there that um, I absolutely love, uh, and I use it all the time. Hold on, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> hmm. Um, he's in it with Martha Plimpton, who, by the way, Martha Plimpton is awesome now. She's amazing, and if you have it, I, God, is it on Netflix? I don't remember what it is, what what it's on. Maybe it's on Prime, actually. Uh, it's called Sprung. It is a great, sh- uh, you know, uh, limited uh, TV show. Okay. It's it was it was amazing. Yeah, it was amazing. But anyway, 
Um, so he has this line in Parenthood that says, you need a license to buy a dog or drive a car. Hell, you need a license to catch a fish, but they'll let any butt-reaming asshole be a father. <laughs> Which is... That's an absolute amazing line. And the reason why he says that is because he's talking to, to Diane Weist. Was it, is it her? I think so. But anyway, because uh, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is, is in this movie too. And, and he's a young boy who is having a hard time. His parents are divorced. His dad is uh, not paying him attention, only paying attention to his new family. So young Gary is masturbating a lot. <laughs> So, uh, Gary's mom asks, I think it is Diane Weiss, she asks uh, Keanu Reeves' character, hey, can you talk to Gary and find out what's going on for me? Because she's worried about Gary, right? Gary's like 12 and he's, you know, whacking it, smacking it all the time. <laughs> so, Keanu Reeves says, yeah, you know, that dude was kind of messed up. You know, uh, he's kind of going for a record as far as, like, you know, masturbation. And... um He's like, he's, you know, she's like, yeah, it's because, you know, he, he, you know, he really, a boy really needs a father. And he's like, yeah, uh, it depends on the father. <laughs> and she's like, what? And he's like, well, Keanu Reeves' character is like, I grew up with a stepfather who used to wake me up by throwing lit, lit cigarettes at my head saying, wake me up and fix me breakfast. Mm. And she like looks at him like, oh. And then, then he says, you know, Miss Buckman, then you need a, license, need a license by a dog and stuff like that. So it's like a, and his his character in this movie is like a Ted Logan from Bill and Ted's. He's, you know, a dumbass, blah, blah, blah. So by saying that, though, she kind of changes her opinion of Todd, okay. of that of his character. But I just, I always like that because when people talk about, you know, I don't know, just, you know, about lots of different things, I, I, I'd like to think about that. It's like, yeah, because you, you know, they regulate everything else. But yeah, anybody can just get anybody pregnant yeah. and wander off. Mm. Well, they regulate that. They just yeah. do it to one sex. That's all, you know. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. He anyway. was in I Love You to Death with a lot of famous people, and that was kind of okay. I Love You to Death was kind of okay. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventures, the second one, not mm -hmm. so good. Point Break, amazing. That's a good movie. Point Break's mm -hmm. excellent. I, You know, I love a good heist movie anyway. Right. Bill and Ted's uh, Excellent Adventures, that's the one so that I do Socrates, recommend. And, right? and then, oh, yeah. Isn't that? Yes. Yeah. I yes. like that. I think I yes. saw that, that one one's first. Great. Yeah. Is that the... The second one's not great. The first one's the good, the best one. Yes. The first, so what's the the first sec... one's the best one. So the second... Oh, is the second, the second one, one is where they time? play Twister with death. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Death. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. I liked that one, but I saw it when I was like 10 yeah. or 11. And I didn't realize I didn't like that, that was Keanu much. Reeves either. Yeah. Because yeah. The Matrix had just yeah. come out. Or like oh, by yeah, the time, because yeah. because of course Bill and Ted are, are now coming on TV. Um, yeah, and I I didn't put two and two together to go like oh that's the guy from the Matrix or that's the guy from Speed or you know whatever. Right. I was right. like oh yeah. I enjoyed Bill and Ted like they reminded me of my friends. I think that's why I like oh, the yeah. movie. Yeah, because <laughs> they, they're big kids yeah. and I was a kid, so yeah, yeah. that works. <laughs> Yeah, the first one is amazing. It really is, and I love to show it all the time. Mm -hmm. I, I, and sometimes in class, I love it. Um, <laughs> and then he he did uh, a Paula Abdul video. He did Rush, yeah, Rush. Rush, yeah. Uh, and yeah, my own private Idaho. That movie is so cringy, and I get it. It's it's meant to be that way. It's meant to be strong, mm -hmm. but it's it's awful. It's really hard to watch. It's hard yeah. to sit through. I did. I guess and you have Dracula. to be in the right. 
you got to be in the right mood for that. And I wasn't. I, think so. I tried and watching yeah. it. And it just. It, I can't. Nah. I can't do and it. I hate that with, um, uh, like independent films. Like I get why they do it because um, they're mm-hmm. they're supposed to make a statement or be like very provocative yeah. and stuff like that. And it's like I said, it's a retelling of Henry V. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare's Henry V. Uh, I don't think we ever read that. I know I haven't done it on my yeah. own, but just like thinking back in school, it's like, no. We did the Odyssey it's or not, the Iliad yeah. and Dante's mm-hmm. Inferno, but I don't think we did Henry V. Or the Well, then, then he did Dracula, like <laughs> I said, you know, not, <laughs> not, not a good thing in Dracula. But he did a Shakespeare with like everybody on the planet. So mm. when people play Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon, they really need to play Six Degrees of Keanu Reeves. Because he's been in like... So like he was in Shakespeare. He he was he does a lot of Shakespeare. He he likes Shakespeare. So he did Much Ado About Nothing mm-hmm. with Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson, Kate Beckinsale, Imelda Staunton, Brian Blessed, Timothy Yule. And some of these are British actors. I get that. But Denzel Washington was in it. Richard Clifford. And there's like, it's it's like and what's his name? Oh, where's the, where's the guy? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> So so he's like, and he he did well in Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. He 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 actually really did. It was it was, you know, critics are critics, right? Hey, you're hating, but he actually <laughs> did really well in that. Uh, could it have been better? Yeah, but I actually I, I liked him as a villain. It was really kind of good to see him as a villain. Okay. Uh, he also plays Gan. Well, not Gan. I'm sorry. He plays the Buddha in Little Buddha. He plays actually Siddhartha Gautama, Gautama, whatever the Buddha's real name is. He mm. and that was pretty good. And then of course Speed. Oh, my heart goes fast. <laughs> and then Johnny Mnemonic. His I've... first real branch out into sci-fi. Yeah. I liked that movie because I, I liked I, it. I, was I... An, Ice T was in that movie too. Yeah, and that was, I think that's mm-hmm. the reason why it caught my eye because. Um... Oh, and Jay and Henry Rollins from the Henry Rollins band also. He's in yeah. It. He he does really well too. Mm-hmm. It it caught my eye because um I was flipping through channels and it came on. This is back when like the sci-fi channel still played, um, decent-ish sure. yeah. sci-fi movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, because for a while there, it was very much like straight to DVD yeah. quality. Like, yo, what, yeah. what you doing, sci-fi? But anyway, um, I just happened to catch it, and I, I saw it from like probably the I saw it from the the end first, because um, this was happening oh, yeah. when you flip through channels. But then it came on again, and then I think I saw. Oh, it. I've never seen it in its entirety, but oh, you should. I, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, I, I, it was weird seeing Ice T with. Dreads, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then and then Keanu Reeves is because um, he he has like a code or something in his head, right? Well, actually, he's he's a carrier. So what they do is they erase like a carrier's memory parts of their memory mm-hmm. and upload information into their brain. And then when they get to wherever they're going, then they hook up and download stuff out of their brain. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if they don't get it out within a certain amount of time, it starts to leak and starts to erase everything. Okay. And that's why it was urgent that they needed to get it out of his brain. Okay. But because it was something that was you know, going to be illegal, it was like the people putting it in there. 
what it was is uh, he was he was carrying the the cure for a neurological disease that people were getting uh, due to technology uh, in this in this universe, and so when the people that hired him to download that stuff into his brain, um, as they're getting the codes, uploading the codes to his brain to uh, be able to get the stuff out of his brain, mm-hmm. the the powers that be, of course, the government comes in and kills them all. Ah. Uh, and so he, they didn't have a chance to finish it. So now he has to find people that can help him get it out of his brain. Mm. And so he, he goes, he eventually, uh, you know, they go through all the stuff, and he eventually ends up with Ice-T, who leads a low-tech um, kind of, kind of uh, uh, rebel group. Yeah, mm-hmm. resistance group. And so they, they, they have a, a dolphin who used to work for the government as a spy and code breaker kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so they hook they hook um, Johnny Mnemonic up to this machine that hooks that gets connected with the, the dolphin's brain and the dolphin can decipher the codes needed to to uh, unlock this information that's in Johnny Mnemonic's brain. And wow. then once they do, it downloads uh, or actually uploads onto the screen, and Ice T's resistance group uh, sends it out all over the entire world, free. That, that here's is... and he even says, "Here's the cure, cure," and then you know he they they send it out. That and is then, funny. Yeah. That is so nineties. A... a dolphin, like where the hell oh, it a dolphin is. comes Isn't from? It? Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, the idea that dolphins are really really smart. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it, it was it was. It, I like the movie and the premise is great and I think it's just fine. You know, mm-hmm. um, I, it's 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 a it's a nineteen ninety sci fi. Of course, it's not nineteen ninety nine sci fi when we get to the Matrix, but it's still mm-hmm. it's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, in the nineties was Keanu Reeves. That that was his that was his you know time period because right after that one right after Johnny Mnemonic he does a Walk in the Clouds which is a beautiful romantic movie um, uh, about this man who this he meets this woman uh, and in California he's coming back from World War Two and he's a chocolate salesman and she ha- has been at college she's uh, me- from a, a Mexican family and. Um, she was at college, and she's coming back home because she got pregnant in college. And this is the night. This is like 1946. Mm-hmm. So you know how her family's going to react to this, right? Right. To her being pregnant, out of because it was her professor that got her pregnant. But they fall in love because he she he goes to pretend that he's her her husband. Oh. Um. To that, and then the plan was that he goes with her to her, and her family owns an orchard. They're like you know these famous uh, winemakers. And they are going to go to her family, tell the, her family that they got married, you know, they eloped, and then he's going to leave her in the middle of the night. Mm. And then that way it won't be her fault. Her her family won't be upset at her, right, for right. being pregnant by her husband. Well, it doesn't work out like that, and they end up in love and blah, blah. It's, it's a really good, it's a really, I, I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Chain reaction is next, and yeah, there's nothing. I just... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Feeling, feeling Minnesota is terrible. It's terrible. I've never heard of that one. Well, one, we, and don't, and I, I don't recommend ever watching it. It's not Keanu's performance. It's because, one, Cameron Diaz is, is in it. And to me, I don't care what she does. She always looks like a crack whore. And I don't, I don't <laughs> like her. I don't like Cameron Diaz. I've never liked her at all. 
So we'll skip that one too. Last time I committed suicide, I forgot anything about that. Skip. Devil's Advocate is with Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. I hate this movie so much. And and Charlize Theron. You know, the devil is going around basically getting women pregnant and, you know, finding a way to, to again, you know, find a an heir. That seemed to be a and thing so, in the 90s. It was like either yeah. um, dystopian future, which, I mean, that's always been a mm-hmm. thing, but... Definitely in the nineties, it was like dystopian future, um, yeah. or like religious horror movies like yeah. that, or Stigmata was a thing. Right, um, right, yeah, yeah. Well, the, and Devil's Advocate, mm. it 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 made a lot of money. I mean, it had a lot of you know, it it was it was a a really if you like drama mm-hmm. and that kind of shit, it was really it was good. But I don't like that kind of movie, so to me, it was like, ugh. Mm. So then the Matrix, which we all love. What happened to the replacement? Wachowski sisters. They're not there. We're not there yet. That's in 2000. Is it? Yeah. Why did I feel like that came out in like 98? Mm -mm. (laughs) No, it came out long after Matrix. Yeah. Matrix came out in 99. And uh, yeah. And then the replacements. I love the replacements. The replacements is a funny ass movie. Yeah. That movie is so cute. There's so many good lines in that movie. Yeah. I saw that with Clifford my Clifford Franklin parents. has got moves Clifford Franklin hasn't even seen yet. <laughs> I love Clifford <laughs> I saw Clifford that with Franklin. my parents at a, a drive-thru. Oh. It was... Was it, was it Gemini, the one up there on I-69? Uh, In, like, Burton or whatever? I want to say yes. Because that's the only one that was around. That was the only one that was around. <laughs> I was like... Yeah. I, for, mm-hmm. for some reason, I feel like there were two drive-ins. There were. There were. But then that the other one closed right around this time period. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. but yeah, the replacements is is the, such a good. It's it's a it's a great football movie. It's I can't remember <laughs> what we saw with it, but in fact, I might watch it tonight. Actually, I think <laughs> I, I think we it. watched American Pie and the replacements. Oh yeah. Maybe. I, yeah, I'm. I yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't remember. Well, whatever the other movie was, I do remember the replacements, um, and. I enjoyed it. Like I'm not really into football. Yeah. It's it's um, so cute but it was, though. It's it was just a fun, fun. movie. It's so cute. Yeah, the way she drives is crazy. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's, it's it's a cute movie. Well, okay. After that, so here's two little known movies of his. Right, is The Watcher. In The Watcher, he's in that with James Spader. If y'all don't know who that is, that he he that's Red uh that's a uh, um, Reddington from the Blacklist. Mm-hmm. James Spader and and uh. He's the voice of and Ultron. Marissa Tomei. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Marissa Tomei is in also. Uh, he is a serial killer in The Watcher. Keanu Reeves is. Yeah, oh. it's really interesting. Yeah, he actually does pretty good. And then after that, right after that, 2000, he popped out like four or five movies, is The Gift. And he's in that uh, with, with um, what is her name? Kate Blanchett? Okay. I believe. These sound vaguely familiar, but I know I haven't seen and, them. And, well... In in the gift, uh, yeah, it's Kate Blanchett. Katie Holmes is in it. Giovanni Ribisi is in it. Greg Kinnear is in it. Hilary Swank is in it. I'm telling you, Keanu Reeves is the new Six Degrees too, not <laughs> Kevin Bacon. Because Gary Cole, Gary Cole is in there. Um, I mean that that it, the movie has tons of people in it, and in that he plays an abusive husband, and it's very fucking scary to me because he does a really good job. And Keanu Reeves is not the person, the kind of person that you would think would, you know, could ever be like that. But he is in that movie because he's an actor. And it just, when I watched it, it was like, holy crap. Mm. My heart hurts. 
Mm-hmm. And then he was in another romantic comedy, this time with Charlize Theron. Again, this is the second one with her. It's called Sweet November, and it is lovely. <laughs> he plays, you know, a self-centered jerk, uh, and he meets her, and she has cancer. But it's like she she has like this thing where she can help men stop being jerks. And of course, they fall in love, and it's sad because she's got leukemia. Aww. And then he oh. plays that baseball coach in Hardball. That would have been too close to home for me. Hardball? No, well, oh. no. Uh, Sweet November? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. You said, yeah, because yeah. of his sister? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, oof. Well, well no, I, I take it back. Sorry. She does not have leukemia in Sweet November. She actually has non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, but close enough, right? She's got mm-hmm. cancer. Right. Terminal, too. Yeah, oof. And so, yeah, that would be hard. Well, um, that was like one of my mm, former friends. Um, we went out to eat, mm-hmm. and she says that she was going to meet one of her other friends at a movie to see, like, was a Walk in the Stars or something like that. Oh, yeah. But Fault the, in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars, mm-hmm. yeah. But mm-hmm. she says she was taking one of her friends who was battling cancer to see yeah. it. And I was like, do you think that's a good idea? Yeah, yeah. It's about was, two teenagers. One yeah, of them has cancer. Yeah. So I was like, wait a minute. Your friend is taking her friend who's battling cancer to go watch a movie about a girl battling cancer? And, like, you see, you should have seen the girl's face, uh, my, my former friend's face. That she, Her eyes are like, oh, shit, you're right. It's like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Ooh, did you? You might have just saved her some embarrassment. I was like, did you? Did you guys really think this through? Like, I guess maybe yeah, you like the book not. or you like those actors, yeah, I guess. Like I don't. Yeah. Or, well, because of course it was, it's pitched as like a love story or whatever. Like, yeah. you just saw like the teen romance kind of genre or whatever. I was like, oh, sure. Why not? Yeah. And it's like, um. Mm, huh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Probably not. Well, okay. The best Let's go decision. back a little bit because we didn't really talk about the Matrix. Mm-hmm. The Matrix. Everybody doing so, the back bend so, thing. Yeah, I got I got a picture of Liam doing it when I took those senior pictures. <laughs> the Matrix. The Matrix was amazing. Mm-hmm. So Keanu Reeves was great in it, right? And I I don't I'm gonna set him aside though for a second um, mm. with this because I think the movie would have been would have been good. No matter what, mm-hmm. the Wachowski sisters are amazing. Mm-hmm. I think I think they're they're great, and they, the storyline for this is fantastic. It, it it is the brain in a vat, thought experiment mm-hmm. that psychologists like to and philosophers like to talk about. Mm-hmm. And for those that aren't familiar with the brain in the vat uh, thought experiment, that basically comes down to: Are we really here, or are we just a brain? in a vat being fed information, which is what the matrix is, mm-hmm. right? You're hooked to machines and they're using your electricity, but that's kind of an addition to it. But how would you know if you are in something like the matrix? Right. You, you would never know, mm-hmm. you know, but does it matter? So that's, that's where the, ma- the matrix, that's where the Wachowski sisters take it kind of further is would it would would it matter? So like when they take people out of the matrix and what's his name um, wants to go back in, mm-hmm. right? Oh, Cipher. He betrays. Yes, yeah, Cipher betrays everybody, especially Morpheus. 
because he wants them to reinsert him back in. But here's the thing. How would he ever know? Mm-hmm. You know? And and so it, and if you're in the Matrix, you, you don't know that you are. Right. And so it, it's... And it, it did... It, you know, bullet time is way cool. You know, that was a new innovation. Mm-hmm. Or at least... Uh, it was it when it first new, came it was, out. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was kind of cool. You know, the whole idea of, of, you know, using cell phones for tracking purposes and everybody after that went, what? <laughs> yeah, right. They can what? And now they're like. Especially the smarter these phones get, the yeah, better right. they can track y'all motherfuckers. So here yeah. we go. But so, so you know, and then all the matrixes, matrices, <laughs> matrices <right>. after that, <laughs> after that, you know, I just, I just wanted to kind of, since there are four of them, mm-hmm. five, four, five, four, four five. Whatever. Four. Okay. I four, just, I just four theatrical to... and one is the Animatrix, which is like a. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed yeah. to be the how the Matrix was created. It's a pre. It's a prequel slash interquel because it shows. Okay. It shows. Um, I never the watched rise. it. Though. It's actually pretty interesting and actually kind okay. of because it's so well drawn and because it's so. Um. um What's the word I'm looking for? It has a it has like a really strong impact um, mm-hmm. because it sh- it starts off with how the Matrix came to be, um, okay, and it and then the story as it progresses and what it turns Ooh, into, yeah. and mm-hmm. what we as the audience know as the Matrix, um, and the and the rise of the machines and everything like that. It when you see the story and like and knowing how it turns out it definitely it hits it hits a little different um it's it's so ironic it humanizes the robots it's very interesting um i don't know i i'll have to let you i'll let you discover that on your own like it's it's good but it's it's definitely knowing what i know about the matrix and then the wachowskis i'm like ah that makes Mm -hmm. more sense now Oh, okay. All yeah. right, all right. Yeah, I'll mm-hmm. I'll check that out. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. So then he did something's got to give another romantic comedy. I love that movie so much. I love the love story between Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson's characters because you know they're older and mm-hmm. oh my god, it's such a great story. And he 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 plays a you know something that you would expect Keanu Reeves to play. He mm-hmm. plays this you know young doctor and it's great. I and just... then there's Constantine. Constantine. I saw that with my parents actually. I love that movie. I don't know if that they... movie is so great. That's the only horror movie that I've I've seen more than once. Is that a horror movie? Except technically it kinda is, yeah. Okay. But 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 the only other horror movie slasher it's not a slasher movie. It's it's it would be considered thriller horror kind of kind of silence of the lambsy kind of okay. thing. Kind of in that in that kind of category for that. Okay. Uh, the only other one that I've seen more than once is um, the Freddy Krueger, the one with his daughter. I saw that a lot, but because uh, my <laughs> friend at the time uh, he liked it a lot. But uh, Constantine, I really liked that movie, and I'm not sure why. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> it's another movie with Rachel Weisz. Weiss? Weiss? Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Yeah. Uh, Weiss, okay, because he was in that that one that I told you about, Chain Reaction. He was in that with her. Okay. Uh, but Constantine, I, I guess you know, n- knowing not a whole lot about the 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 character of Constantine, I never read any of the comic books or anything. Right. But uh, 
after I just I, I like him as Constantine. I think that that plays into it um, because with comic book movies, especially, you're so familiar. Usually, you're so familiar with the characters mm-hmm. that if you're if you're not, that gives um, the director and the actor room to play. That's why the um, sure, the Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy are so popular now because nobody, unless you were a hardcore comic book fan, nobody knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. Um, right. Before See, I movie, didn't. Right. I didn't either. Before yeah. the movie came out, and so. Um, with Constantine, because it apparently the the name of the comic book is called Hellblazer, and oh, okay. if you're not into, and it's on like the DC Vertigo label or the Black label, that's the way they put like their more mature content and stuff. If you, yeah, if you're okay. not a you know a hardcore comic book person or whatever, you wouldn't know that, and so right. you don't have yeah, exactly. any any kind of relationship with the character of Constantine. So like seeing Keanu Reeves, like when I first heard of Constantine, I was like, what the hell is that? And it's like, it looked interesting. And then people were like, yeah. oh yeah, it's based off this comic book, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, never heard of it, never read it. But okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. And It is, I, I like the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it came on, it, we had like one of those free HBO weekends or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, it I came on. Oh, those were those were great because they, you know, they'll get they'll finally play the movies you actually want to see, so they'll get you to right. buy it, right? Because exactly. of course, once you yeah. buy a HBO package, it's like then it's nothing. It's nothing, and then they have the nerve to put the same movie on 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 the different HBOs, but they like offset yeah. the time to make you think you're watching something else. It's like, ugh, are you fucking serious? Get out of here! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, I thought Constantine was interesting too because it, I believe he's. Catholic? Like, I know he goes yes. through, like, all of the, like, he uses whatever religion's uh, yes, lore. Yes, but mostly Catholic. Yeah. Well, see, most and most of it is because it's the, the whole thing is based upon you know, like, uh, exorcism and exorcisms and all that kind of stuff, and that's predominantly a Catholic thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they talk about saints and all that kind of stuff, and, and yeah, so it, it was, it was, I thought it was good. Well, even the choice of, like, Portraying like angels is androgynous. Yeah, like I thought that yeah, was interesting because exactly. I've heard that before in like mm-hmm, different mm-hmm. tellings of of like people's interactions. Oh, yeah. Well, people, but like the stories of like interacting with angels from the Bible and stuff like that, where it's like, well, okay, man was created in God in God's image, but an yeah. angel looks like what the head of a the body of a lion, the head of a this oh, or that terrible. or what, <laughs> right? So it's like if you're going to see something that looks like that, you're your human mind yeah. would try to make it fit as best as it can. And since you yeah. don't understand what you're looking at, um, you know, you're just kind of like piecing everything together. So like the closest thing that your mind can understand as human would be androgynous. Like you're not sure if it's male or female. Yeah. And we weren't talking yeah. about like Well, and they party with demons because demons are the same way in that movie. Right. They're, yeah, they're right. And they, hang, it, and they hang out at a neutral club <laughs> yes yeah i like that too because um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like you there has to be a They're space one where step it's like away you from can't. each other yeah it's like you can't yes you, there is no no cosmic fighting here right right exactly, like what, exactly. It, what you do outside is what you do outside but it's like you're both like the whole thing about your opposing sides is to maintain a balance right right so right. you know if anybody upsets that at least in this space, it's like you'll have like dire consequences. Like that's not good for anybody. I thought that was interesting. Right. Yeah, um, no, I, I agree. Yeah, I love that movie. I like I like a lot of the stuff behind it. Yeah. And they're making another one. 
Are they? Yes, yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's been asking for it for, you know, 20 years now. I know, right? Um, I don't like that. <laughs> right, so you, yeah. You didn't have a chance to see a scanner darkly. I tried watching it when it started. Again. Yeah. Tons of tons of famous people in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Keanu Reeves, Winona Ryder, Robert Downey Jr., uh, Mitch Baker, what's his name, Woody Harrelson, and so on. Mm. And uh, it it... It is uh, based on a Philip K. Dick uh, story who also wrote like Blade Runner, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It is hard to watch in some spots because it is about drug abuse. Mm. Uh, He's a cop who goes undercover, but then he becomes actually addicted to the drug that he's undercover for. There's, it's like a whole big thing. Mm. You said, I can't even explain it. You have to watch it. But uh, it's also the animation on yeah. top of live action stuff. Well, when and that it started, was kind of like a big thing back then. The dude is in the shower and he has like stuff crawling on him. And then yeah, it's, I was like, is that supposed to be the germs? And then when he gets out of the shower, like the, the bugs and stuff come back. So then he like sprays himself with insecticide. I'm like, wait, what is happening right now? Like, do you have lice yeah. or something? I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was weird. No, I think it's I think it's part of the hallucin because the drug that they do is called death, mm. and it is a hallucinogen. Right. Okay. And that's a possibility. Yeah. I mean, because I got the impression and that, one, that yeah. he was, because like usually when people not usually but like when these stories are portrayed, um, people who are on like the hard stuff or whatever, they're always like mm-hmm. scratching and itching, like something's crawling mm-hmm, on them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, I, their skin. Crawls. Yeah, I got. I kind of got that impression, but then, like, when he mm-hmm. sprayed himself with the insecticide, I'm going, okay, so was that real? Like, yeah. I don't know. And, yeah, I wasn't, I, with some of those movies, you have to be in the mood or the right headspace to watch them. And I was like, yeah, this, this isn't, this isn't working for me right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'll, I might go back yeah. to it, but, um, I, yeah, you have to be in the, in the right mood for that one, too, for sure. Yeah. And I, I just then there's the lake house. That sounds familiar, but I don't remember that one. Is that a horror and movie? It's a, it's a no, a actually, movie, but, it's uh, it's a no. It's a it's a love story with with um, what's her name, Sandra Bullock. Okay. It's a it's a yeah cross time. It's it's yeah you have to you have to like love stories. Okay. I didn't see the other two movies in between. I didn't see Street Kings. I didn't see The Day the Earth Was Still. But I did see The Private Lives of Pippa Lee, and that was kind of cute. I saw The Day the Again, Earth Was Still. Story. I didn't like. Yeah, it. how how was he in that? No, he how was, was he fine. In that, but he because he plays the alien. So, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think part of it too is I'm still, um, excuse me, looking at him through the lens of the Matrix. So he's very like yeah. stiff or stoic, and he, like he plays mm-hmm. the way he plays the alien is is somebody who's. Um, who's like you can't get a read on them because they're you know he's an alien right oh yeah okay the thing that really annoyed me um was actually jaden smith like his character because he because the character he plays is basically a brat and he played the character too well like i wanted to slap this kid um he he really annoyed me um and it was and it was uneven too like at one point uh, Jaden Smith's character, because I forget his name, so Jaden, 
um, is like warming up to the alien. So it seems like it's going to be one of those stories where, you know, the alien starts off really stiff and inhuman. And then by the end, like um, he he discovers humanity or whatever and becomes like a warmer, quote unquote, person or whatever. Um, yeah. That's how it it seemed to be going for a minute. And then um, Jaden, uh, like basically betrays uh, Keanu Reeves alien. Like the, the Jaden and his mother find the alien and then are like on the run from the government because the aliens on the run from the government or whatever. And Jaden like turns him in. Um, okay. And has like no real reason to do it either. Um, I think I still have it on DVD. But I bought it because um, I know it was a remake from the fifties or sixties, whatever. And um, I had heard something about that. Yeah. yeah the The yeah. idea was the idea sounded cool, so I was like, "Yeah, what the hell?" It was, and it was it was in the five dollar bin at like Staples or something. So I was like, "What the hell? I'll check it out." <laughs> and yeah, I was like, "Well, I'm glad I only spent five dollars on this motherfucker because this was trash." Like I was really mad yeah. about that, and I have not yeah. watched it since. Um. Yeah, um, Jaden Smith. The the few things I've seen him in, I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's not for you. I, like, I I'm know, not a fan. Well, because like, of course, he played um, Will Smith's son in um, what was it? Seven, Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah, Pursuit of Happiness, and of course, so it's like you know, father son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a cute little kid. Blah blah blah. He was all right, but then that, but he was only like five. Right. Know? Yeah. It's a cute kid. So it's like you can't really do mm-hmm. much with that, right? And then mm-hmm. I did not see the Karate Kid. I guess he was good in that or whatever. Um, I didn't see it. Either. I didn't see that, but yeah. I didn't like the first ones with Ralph Macchio. Why would I see it again? Right. Yeah. Well, Jackie Chan was in it. Jackie Chan is supposed to be like the Mr. Miyagi character. Yeah, I liked. I do like Jackie Chan, yeah. but I'm not going to watch it. I don't like remakes anyway. Right. Well, and then there was this movie, The Day the Earth Stood Still, and then um, the other one he did with his dad, uh, After Earth. And what right, was it? M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong movie. I heard. Of so, course it was. Yeah, I was like, oh man. <laughs> No wonder. So, um, please see our podcast about M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong. Yeah. If you're curious at how we feel about M Night Shyamalan and Ding Dong, seriously, especially well, we're it, calling them M Night Shyamalan Ding Dong, right? Oh, and, and yeah, definitely listen to it now. That uh, what was it the the cabin movie? Oh yeah, yeah. that one came out. Yeah, mm, whatever. I guess the twist in that movie is that there's no twist, from what I heard, which isn't a spoiler. Really? Like the. The twi- like it's it, not a spoiler. Like it actually just I don't even ends. care anyway. Like he just he he actually goes through the movie because it's based on a book, and yeah. and then it just ends like oh, you mean there wasn't some wonky ass twist out of nowhere that made no sense to the damn movie? Interesting. <laughs> okay. Huh. Well, maybe he's yeah. trying something okay. new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's all right. Anyway. Well, okay, so I've watched a couple more recent ones, uh, but I'm going to skip them because I really do want to talk about John Wick, and then we can kind of wrap up because I'm going to eat dinner shortly. <laughs> uh, and I, I I, will always be a Keanu Reeves fan. Um, I think he's funny, but let's talk about John Wick, and then I'll talk about, we can talk about him personally. Okay. Not that we know him, but you know. Right. <laughs> oh, no, he's coming over later. Like, give me some, uh, no, some yeah, you, What? Yeah, oh, my God. Right. So I'll, I will show up naked. <laughs> um, well, Actually, I will not. No. Actually, I will not because I do not want him to see me naked ever because I will be, like, the most embarrassed person on the planet. Well, that, and my mom would take issue with, with that. Like, 
I, yeah. And Doug would take issue with that. It's like, because I, I'll still be here. Like, this is my place. Oh, yeah, that's You can't show true. naked that's to my true, place. That's true. That's true. No, that's true. I cannot. <laughs> that would irrevocably well, would like, you, ruin our, would give our you... relationship. <laughs> yeah, I would. And I do value that more. Right? And I, again, and again I, I would never do that because Keanu Reeves would not want to see me naked. <laughs> but just so you know, if it was Harrison Ford, <laughs> I would probably do that. Uh, you said you. I would show up, not naked, okay. but I would show up at your house. Oh, you could show up. It's just, yeah, just close on, close on. Because it would never be naked. Cause if, because again, I'm. I don't look great naked, and yeah. I don't need them to know that. Well, it's like if Janet was at your house, it's like I would show up, but you know, the clothes are staying. If Janet was at my house, you'd already be here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It'd be like one of. Those, it'd be a cartoon. It's like how you just poof. Yeah, it's like, oh, where did you come from? It's like, yeah, you just said Janet Jackson's here. We're good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about John Wick. Because right. John Wick is probably, for, for for the Zoomers, I think he's probably, that's the, the movie that he's probably the most visible for. Mm-hmm. These are, So, like, Liam's generation. Like, Liam's only 18. So, so, John Wick is probably the thing that he would know him from the most. Because somebody like Liam's not going to go out and watch... The fourth Matrix. No, but they would definitely watch. They would. They would know the first one at least, and well, how the would they second one. They well because it it comes on TNT. It seems every other weekend. Oh, okay. okay. Um, Does it? Okay. It See, seems that way. Yeah. Well, I don't either. But like, I remember for a while, especially in the anytime like when because Keanu Reeves has been around for so long. Um, yeah. Anytime an actor has like a high profile movie coming out, um, TNT, TBS, USA, they'll play some of their other big movies. It's like it's like when a when a a, a musical artist comes out with an album that um, oh, like yeah. when MTV and VH1 and BET whatever when they still play music videos yeah. in anticipation for like the latest. Uh, project or whatever they would play like basically their greatest hits so gotcha. when john okay. wick the first one came out in what 2014 or whatever it was oh, 17 whatever I it was so i say this like i can't look it up but when when john wick like i'm not sitting here on this thing <laughs> right? but when john wick first uh, 2014 okay good i was right Woo-hoo, i got one yeah. so when that came out um mm-hmm. tnt tbs uh eight not any amc uh, uh, what did I say? USA, whatever. They would play The Matrix one, two, and three. Um, and I would see Constantine sometimes, but Constantine wasn't as big as The Matrix. And they'd always play the first one, and um, they would play that one the most. But then they would play like the trilogy in rotation. Um, okay. So I think. And from what I've seen online, I mean, it's online, so take away the grain of salt. But um, because the Matrix still does have like a cultural impact or cultural cultural significance, um, sure, yeah. and especially too, because like a lot of the alt right uh, kids um, identify as Neo. I say kids, but like the the young adults, they identify as Neo um, because ne- Why? because Neo is in a in a system and is is aware that he doesn't fit or belong but doesn't understand why and because it it plays into the idea of he's exceptional 
so okay. they identify with that <laughs> like they're they, they're sick of their job sure. and they're sick of the monotony and like they're they're special they just don't know how yet and of course him being freed from the matrix is him being above the system right okay. that's how they see it or interpret it or at least that's that's how it's been explained Right. The irony, of course, being they see themselves as Neo, where they are, in fact, trying to uphold the system that gives them power, which would make them Agent Smith. Yeah, and, that's true. Right? Yeah. Which is why. That's the way I would see them. Exactly. Well, and that's why with the Matrix, why the characters look the way they look. Well, not why, but part mm-hmm. of the reason why the characters look the way they look, why Neo looks like an agent, because the whole yeah. thing about undoing a system is that he is a part of the system he's just bending it to his will yeah right and so um like the part where they do the bullet time thing and it's like oh wow you move like an agent i've never seen anybody move that you fast move like they do right yeah. exactly it was like well in order to undo a system that was made uh for him but not necessarily by him right he has to yeah. operate as morpheus tells him he has to operate within the rules of the system Right until he has the power to break it, so yeah, um, you know I can do a whole diatribe about the Matrix. I think I've done it in of other course. episodes, but um, well, and it's yeah, it's a it's a thing mm-hmm. that everybody does. Yeah. Sure, yeah, and so I think in just bringing it back to like Keanu Reeves and in Gen Z, I think because that's that does still have it has enough cultural ah, damn I can't say it it had enough cultural significance to to warrant a fourth one because after the trilogy okay, the Wachowskis yeah. were done they're like okay yeah we we did it and you know here 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 you have it take you know do what you want with it then right. you know there was enough um fan chatter from you know millennials and zoomers to be like hey give us another matrix and yeah. They well, the Warner Brothers twisted. You can't leave it like that with Trinity being dead, right? Well, and <laughs> they twisted Warner Brothers' arm enough, and Warner Brothers twisted uh, Lana's arm enough to make a a fourth one. And um, people, some people really liked it, and a lot of people were kind of like, "Man, nah, you could kept that," which I honestly think is fine because Lana didn't want to do it anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was all right. I mean, I I didn't hate it. It was all right. I didn't hate it. I just I there were parts I'm like, wait, that doesn't make sense. Or I I I think I was expecting something else than what we got, which is my fault. So you know, it wasn't a bad movie in my opinion. It's just from what you what we've come to know as the Matrix or yeah. the Matrix franchise, I guess. Like this was. This is a very odd entry. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but anyway, that's well. That's okay, just then let's talk about John Wick because um, I loved John Wick the first one. I like all of them. I like all of them for what they are because I like shoot 'em up, pow pow. I like violence. <laughs> Evidently, I like violence on a on a high scale because John Wick is like over the top mm-hmm. violence to a certain degree. I like that whole underworld hitman kind of thing and again just like in Constantine with the hotel where hitmen aren't allowed to do certain things you know mm-hmm. where it's a neutral ground you know I just I like I like the I like the way that violence is portrayed mm-hmm. in John Wick yeah the horse um, kicking the dude was funny I like I like that gag <laughs> at the beginning and they did it like several times like did the horse just kick him yeah he did three times that was yeah. great yeah 
Yeah. And then just one for well, I, one for one final tie, just to like send it home. That was pretty funny. I liked that. Well, I like I like I like his reputation. So like when that that the son of the mo- the the you know hitman guy or whatever, and he like beats up John Wick and steals his fucking car and kills his fucking dog, mm-hmm. and then he he you know then he he goes home and then the chop shop guy John Leguizamo calls him and says and tells him what happens mm-hmm. and the father's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> like you did that to John Wick <laughs> he's like well who's oh. John Wick he's like oh you about to find oh, out oh shit <laughs> yeah and then he calls John say John yeah. so we're kind of sorry about this right we're all good <laughs> I mean that it just you know I I I like that I like the fact that he was you know trying to that he fell in love mm-hmm. and so he went legit you know that he stopped doing what he did because he loved his wife mm-hmm. um I like how when they come to his house to try to kill him and he kills all of them and then the cop comes to the door and the cop's like so uh John <laughs> are are you are you are you are you back in it <laughs> All right, is everything okay? And he sees the dead body. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he just kind of lets it go. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't want none of that smoke. <laughs> you know, and you know what? And he also knows John Wick doesn't... I mean, John Wick is just fucking with the underworld. It's not like he's off killing innocent people. Mm-hmm. All those dead bodies on his ground are, were there trying to kill him. Yeah. So it wasn't, you know, it's it's kind of a different... If you're a cop, you're kind of like, eh, I think I'm going right. to not have seen this because he killed bad guys right. who nobody is going to report dead. Nobody's going to say they're missing. You know mm. what I mean? Nobody is going to know this Which, except the underworld and that's fine. Disclaimer. <laughs> only works in movies, television yes, and video movies. games. Yes. yes. Absolutely. That is not real life in well, any kind of way. It bears repeating because I swear people yes. try to make that argument all the time. It's like, please stop. Really? You sound so dumb. Are right you serious? Now. Yeah. What? Anytime, anytime something happens, I, well, shit, how many times uh, we have these high profile incidents? And the first thing people say, well, you know, he had a criminal record. Or, you know, oh like, you know he, yes, he did X, Y, right. and Z when he was 15. It's like, even even so, that doesn't mean you get to kill him. No. Yeah, exactly. Also, yeah. like, what yeah, you yeah. did 20 years ago doesn't mean you get to kill them in the present for it. It's like, you didn't know and that guess when what? you You're not them. part of that world anyway. It's it? not like you're part mm. of the underworld. You know, that's different. Right. Well, you it, know, that's a whole different... You'd be dead already, too. Yeah, so. right? Like, and even if they were, like, a not-so-great, upstanding person, it's like, so what? If you're going to tell me all lives matter, it's like, well, their life mattered, too. Like, unless yeah. you were in the yeah. middle of... If, they, if this person was in the middle of actively trying to cause you harm or what may have you... Right, like them just living their life, even if they're not an upstanding citizen or you don't like them personally, doesn't mean you get to execute them. Right, exactly. Who so, yeah. made you, you know, judge and jury and, and executioner and all that stuff? Again, all of that is fine in a movie because it's a movie or a book a or a game. But see, this is you know part of what we've covered in other episodes. It's like that blurring of the line of like fiction and reality. It's like, well, this is where we are now. That's a problem. Right, exactly. No, it is. Yeah, you're right. But anyway. Well, okay, so back to Keanu. Uh, <laughs> as far as, like, what other movies that you have seen, mm-hmm. what would be your favorite? Oh, gosh. Um, 
I mean, it's a cop out, but the Matrix. <laughs> okay. All right. Actually, that's you know not, what? How is that a cop out? Because that's it's because out. it's the 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 main one with all the bullet time and jumps and kicks and flips yeah, and kung fu sure. and uh, you know a superhero movie without it being a superhero movie. Because yeah. I really wanted, I wanted the Neo jacket. I still want a Neo jacket. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want the the long black uh, trench coat pseudo cape thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. It's a duster. It's like a duster. I, I That's just, all it is. I want one. I want one. And um, I think they sell them, don't they? They probably they do. Them. They just at the time, you know, brother was a little bit bigger, so they didn't sell them in my size. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> like I want to, I well, want to. You're meet, not. You're... I'm not there. Well, the scale and I are fighting. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I was like, I want a neo jacket, Me too. <laughs> not not a cape or not a cape. No, I do want a cape. I want a neo jacket, not a tent. So uh, yeah, we never we never did that. But um, I guess honestly, it's it's kind of uh, not a tie. But I really I did enjoy uh, the Bill and Ted movie. And I think again, mostly just because it, it's as a kid, they seem so much fun. Yeah, they are. Yeah, the first one especially is really the first one, and I liked the second one because it was. I liked it because it was more about their music, even though I'm not like yeah. really into. Actually, I mean, I like rock and roll, but um, the, their version of rock and roll or whatever is kind of like it, it was from the future, and and George Carlin is in it, and I didn't realize that was George Carlin. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, because um, I know who George Carlin was when I was eleven. Rufus. Yeah, um, but uh, I don't know. I, I I really enjoyed those movies. So I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a favorite, like The Matrix and then the Bill and Ted movies. I think just because they're so much fun. Um, yeah, and of course he's done other ones that I've like. I liked Constantine. I like I like the replacements. Um, it's been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 25 or 20 what three what? years since i've seen it <laughs> stop it what but uh are what oh because that was 2000 right yeah yeah this what? is 2023 so cut it out what <laughs> are you serious cut it out i have to scroll down now are you fucking serious cut it out. <gasps> rush hour is 25 Cut it out. <laughs> that hurts. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. hurts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> Cut it out. So. Well, um, I guess the Matrix is 24 years. <gasps> Cut it out. <laughs> Liz, oh, my God. Liz is going to be 29 in June. Cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you sound like it's an aside. Yeah. Cut it out. Like you're elbowing me. Cut it out. Like, stop it. (laughs) Stop this. Stop talking about it. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. I love it that we can still, that we're still going to be able to talk after I move. (laughs) Of course. That we're, you know, that we can still record this pod. I like it. I, I do love technology for that purpose. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, that we we're still gonna be able to do this. Because, when we talk honestly, about Buffy, I don't know what I would do. And, and Buffy, the series is well, twenty seven. Shush! Yeah, oh, you can stop talking anytime. I know, right? right? <laughs> well, I'm just saying because it's been off the air for twenty. I watched. Um, it comes on oh! Comet now, and um, 
they they play the whole series from start to finish and I watched the series finale episode and it just kind of hit me it's like oh my god this this episode turns 20 this year because it ended in 2003 and I was like this show has been off the air as far as like new episodes or whatever for 20 years fuck you <laughs> Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> exactly. This is. Oh my god. I don't like, but I don't well, feel that way about the X Files because that comes on afterwards. Like, yeah, but I didn't watch the X Files. So I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care about that either. I didn't watch it either. But for me, it's like I. Uh, oh well. Well, okay. So I'll tell mine, and then we gotta wrap it up because you know that key yes. thing. Yes. It always pops up. I it's hard for me to choose, but mm-hmm. I'm I'm going to have to say uh, probably my my favorite Keanu movie that I could watch over and over again probably is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, the very first one. Mm-hmm. But I I I think the next one would probably be I'll, I'll say the Matrix also. Just, <laughs> I, I think so. I think so because I, I, yeah, I think so. Oh, this is. I don't know though because I really like the replacements. Right. In fact, I'll probably watch that tonight. <laughs> and I really, I really, I, I also really like, um, um, yeah. Speed. I, I like the. Yeah, I really. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna replace. I'm gonna do it. I'm going to replace The Matrix with Speed. Okay. I'm going to have to do it. Mm-hmm. I came to Speed late. Okay, in context. Yeah. I came I, really I came to the movie Speed late. Yeah, just in case somebody wants to chop <laughs> that up. And it's like, oh, Byron's on Speed. Like, no, he's not. Uh, <laughs> um, I, no, he's not. I saw Speed 2 before yeah. I saw oh. the first one. Oh, that's rough. I uh, yeah. That yeah. is rough. Oh well, gosh, my, I'm sorry. My uncle that's uh, rough. he worked at a at a department store and they had their own um uh movie rental, movie and game rental section. And so he'd bring oh, home um movies sometimes and he's like, Yeah, yeah, check this out. And I remember watching it and I was like, Why is this called speed? And they're on like this slow moving boat. And <laughs> and then the the um Sandra Bullock was in it. But Keanu Reeves' character is played by another actor. And I, I didn't know who Keanu Reeves was like as an actor, but oh, I, yeah. I knew yeah. the guy from, I knew Keanu Reeves from Speed was not Keanu Reeves in Speed 2. So I was like, why does he look different? Did he look yeah, like that in the yeah. first one? Wait a minute. <laughs> and I mean, it's not a good movie. And, and everybody oh, involved. It's terrible. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not a good movie. Uh, and I ended up seeing um, Speed on TV like years later like oh so this is the one this is why Sandra Bullock is always driving a bus I get it now it's like when you discover the meaning behind a meme and like oh okay I see I see gotcha I usually know the meaning behind a meme because they use stuff from my generation well true but like some of the I'm like (laughs) so when I see something I'm like they made a meme out of that yeah (laughs) <laughs> That's how I do it. It's like, man, what? Um, I like speed, but yeah, that. I think I have a newfound, uh, not respect, but um, I guess what's the word I'm looking for? It starts with an R. Not relevance. 
Not resonance. <laughs> Shit. I don't know. Anyway. This Say is, them all. Yeah, right? This is what happens when you don't get uh, sleep. But anyway. Um, yeah. I, I, I like the Matrix, um, especially since I use it as like an analogy or... Because um, I know the, the movie, the movie itself is a metaphor. Actually, with the Wachowskis, they they've talked about how the movie is a metaphor for being trans, of like not feeling mm-hmm. um, that your existence is real. Um, because sure. like they before they were the Wachowski sisters, they were the Wachowski, they were they were the Wachowski brothers, and right. they talked about how um, that that dissonance that cognitive dissonance between like feeling one one gender and presenting as, uh, as another um, mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on that when because I mean the movie came out when I was like 12 um, yeah. so and we weren't having those kind of conversations then either but no. also from my perspective and always talking about structural things or whatever it's like well yeah, that makes that makes more sense where you have the characters cast the way that they're cast and talking about what they're talking about and operating the way they do within the universe of the Matrix. I was like, oh, I see. That makes more sense now. Which is where funny you... because all the anti-trans people use it as a, a metaphor for Christianity. Mm-hmm. With that, well, and then being red-pilled is so funny because it's supposed to wake you up from the system. It's like, that's actually estrogen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then there you go. <laughs> Which totally makes sense to me. That's that's mm-hmm. fine. That's fine. That's cool. Because mm-hmm. you know, I think it's it's you know. So that's that's great that why the that irony thing. of movies like The Matrix and Fight Club. Um, yeah. The irony of like the right or the alt right or the hyper masculine whatever, the these like men's rights or men's activist groups whatever, and they use these movies as their um, their totems or whatever. And it's like you missed the entire point of the movie, uh, and, and yeah, not even just the yeah. movie, but the story itself, because the, they're both based on short stories or books, and both creators are queer. the The author yeah. of of uh, Fight Club is gay, right? Yeah, there you go. And the the author, the the filmmakers of The Matrix are trans. Like, trans isn't queer, but you know what I mean. Actually, well, yeah, you know what I yeah. mean because you know me. So let me let me clarify. Yes, Excuse me. <laughs> yes, queer and or trans, <laughs> queer as an umbrella term. But um, and the whole point of like it's very funny. Fight Club is an anti-capitalist uh, movie. Like the reason why they're blowing up corporations and shit, and why the dude hates his job, is like this is an anti-capitalist uh, uh, message for the movie not necessarily again like leftist or socialist or whatever but he's like that's nah, anti-capitalist like we're not we're not here for the shit like capitalism is ruining our lives because it, it there are no checks and balances on it anymore that's what fight club yeah. is essentially talking about right and um it's the author trying to come to terms with his masculinity um and being gay like trying to reconcile that or can he reconcile that which is what he's working through that's fight club essentially but people on the right or in these men's rights groups or the manosphere as it's referred to online like just skip all of that like they they don't even care about any of that it actually like it doesn't even register 
and it's very funny um, to see movies like that or The Matrix um, and I know there are others out there that they identify themselves with and it's like did you miss the biggest part of of the movie or the or the yeah. text did you miss the text and the subtext like yeah no Brad Pitt has abs in Fight Club so hey we're all Brad Pitt right <laughs> and Keanu Reeves is basically Superman in the Matrix so hey we're all Keanu Reeves we're all Neo yeah yeah I, we are yeah. I, I just I find yeah. that funny it's like y'all missed the most important part but okay so I don't know bringing it back to Keanu Reeves yeah, and and in some of the movies he's been in, I think that's part of the reason why. Yeah, The Matrix, the first one, um, I really, I really, I, I thoroughly enjoy it, and it doesn't feel like a long movie either, because um, I think it is like two and a half hours or almost, yeah. but it doesn't yeah. feel long. Um, no, it really doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't feel I think long. it's. I think it's because how intriguing it is, the yeah. storyline as well as the action too, yeah. and, and and all the the really cool stuff that happens with it, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. And it, it and it fit at the time too because this is yeah two thousand and so you know we're in the new millennium and you know the future is literally like the, we're not at the doorstep anymore. Like the door is open. We're in you know the new age. So what is what does it look like, right? Yeah. Um, and it really fit. I think it, it was one of those movies that came out at the right time. Um, even though when it came out initially, it wasn't a, a box office uh, hit. It wasn't a box office success. Um, but back when you still had home video releases and everybody wanted to copy bullet time and like music videos yeah. and other t- and then TV shows and stuff. Um, yeah. It, it bolstered the matrix, uh, Reputation or whatever. So it's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, you'll see when you do get to, to Buffy and everything, you'll you'll see it in Buffy. It's it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. Well, we should probably let Keanu go now. Yeah. I gotta go yeah. to the, you know, the little girl's room. Uh, he will not I be waiting there why they call it little you. girl's room. No, please no. <laughs> I don't want anybody waiting for me right. in that room because, <laughs> like, my pants are down so, for a right, whole well, other reason. So get out! Right. Just kidding. Goodness! My goodness! <laughs> All right. Well, tell people where they where they can get in touch with. So let us know what's your favorite Keanu or least favorite or. Whatever, you know, any kind of comments about Keanu Reeves. Again, right now he's, you know, he's on top as far as, you know, mm-hmm. people thinking he's great. So, uh even the movie Keanu, know. which wasn't even about yes. him, but he's in it. Kind of. Yes. <laughs> kind of. I did hear about that. Yes. So uh tell him tell them where they can get in touch with us. All right. Well you can email us, contact us, uh at off kilter, no filter at yahoo.com. I don't know why my voice is cracking. Again, this was having you know, get into sleep. But anyway. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> so off kilter, no at yahoo.com. Um, you can also uh, tweet us at no kilter. Um, ooh, we should follow Keanu Reeves if he had a Twitter. Anyway. Yeah. 
and you can smart and doesn't. Uh, yeah, probably not. And uh, you can also reach us on Facebook, Off Kilter No Filter Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Um, the music you heard at the beginning of this episode uh, was by Yours Truly. That's from my debut album, Square One. And the name of the song is called Very Well I Know. Um, you can also find my yes. music on another podcast. The podcast is called Women Committing Crimes. And the songs you used there are Forgive Me and Who. And I think that's it. Is that it? I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. you yeah. guys, enjoy yeah. you some Keanu Reeves movies. Yes. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go tonight. and try and watch, maybe not, not the ones that make me cringe, but I'll try to find another one. It's like, oh, yeah, I remember this movie. Maybe I'll watch The Replacements yeah. at some point. Yeah. Watch Something's Gotta Give. It's a fun romantic story about old people. All right. Is that the one where uh, uh, Jack Nicholson has OCD, right? No. No? No, that's a different one. Oh, okay. No, sorry, Jack. That's that's a that's a uh, yeah that's different. That's the one with Helen Hunt. Now something's got to give is you know he's an older man dating this young woman, and they're all at this the, at her mother's beach house, and her mother happens to be there too, and then he has a heart attack, so he has to stay at the beach house, and then he and Diane Keaton fall in love. Ah. it's it's good. Yeah, it's 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 a lovely romantic comedy. It really is. I like that movie a lot. Gotcha. Well, okay. Or, or you know, or uh, Sweet November, or A Walk in the Clouds, if you can find that one. That one's really, that one's worth watching. Um, so Okay. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah. Or he did one more called Destination Wedding with Winona Ryder. Mm-hmm. I love that movie so much. It's funny. <laughs> I watched it. I watched it in 2020. It's good. Huh. All right. But we need to go because, like, my bladder is screeching at me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So, well, all right. Stay safe, you guys, and we'll see you next yes. time. Yes. All right. Bye bye.